Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I'm your host Vishnu and these are the major news stories of the day. We begin with the crackdown on radical preacher Amritpal Singh in Punjab. The police have invoked the stringent National Security Act against five people linked to Amritpal's virus Punjab day. Lok Sabha adjourned for the day amid uproar over Rahul Gandhi's democracy under attack remarks. Bank shares plummet as Credit Suisse rescue fails to quell contagion fears. Supreme Court dismisses plea seeking registration of live-in relationships. India records single-day rise of 918 new COVID-19 cases and four deaths. Let's get into the details. The Punjab police on Monday said it has invoked the stringent National Security Act against five people linked to radical preacher Amritpal Singh's virus Punjab day. Addressing the media, the Punjab Inspector General of Police said the preacher was on the run and efforts were on to nab him. He said six FIRs have so far been registered and 114 people arrested in the crackdown against elements of the virus Punjab day outfit. He also said that police suspect an ISI angle and foreign funding in the matter. The NSA has also been invoked against Harjit Singh, Amritpal's uncle, who surrendered on Saturday night in Jalandhar. Harjit will be taken to the Dibrugarh Central Jail in Assam, according to police. In the wake of the action against the radical preacher, the IG said police were taking out flag marches in the state and peace committee meetings were being held in all districts. There is complete peace in Punjab, he added. The official also urged people not to lend ears to rumors and fake news, saying strict action will be taken against those found involved in the same. The police on Saturday launched a major crackdown against Amritpal and members of his outfit, Virus Punjab Day. The elusive preacher, however, gave police the slip and escaped their dragnet when his cavalcade was intercepted in Jalandhar district. Lok Sabha proceedings were adjourned for the day on Monday amid ruckus in the house over Congress leader Rahul Gandhi's democracy remarks. When the proceedings resumed at 2 p.m., some papers were laid and reports were tabled. However, as the uproar continued, the house was adjourned for the day. Earlier in the day, Speaker Om Birla had asked agitating members to come to his chamber to discuss issues and find a way out. As the proceedings started in the morning, members of the Treasury benches had raised the issue of Gandhi's remarks. Opposition members, including those from the Congress, also shouted slogans demanding a joint parliamentary committee probe into alleged stock manipulation by the Adani group. Parliament's budget session has been a washout since the beginning of its second part on March 13th with the BJP demanding an apology from Gandhi. During his interactions in the UK, Gandhi had recently alleged that the structures of Indian democracy were under attack and there was a full-scale assault on the country's institutions. Banking stocks and bonds plummeted on Monday as a hit to investors from UBS Group's state-backed takeover of Credit Suisse fanned concerns about the health of the global banking sector. UBS shares fell by as much as 16% in early trade, their biggest one-day fall since 2008 amid concerns among investors about the long-term benefits of the deal and the outlook for banks in Switzerland, a country once seen a paragon of sound banking. In a package engineered by Swiss regulators on Sunday, UBS Group AG will pay 3 billion Swiss francs for 167-year-old Credit Suisse Group AG and assume up to 5.4 billion dollars in losses. Investor focus has now shifted to the massive blow some Credit Suisse bondholders will take under the UBS acquisition, which has added to anxiety about other key risks including contagion and the fragile state of US regional banks. European bank shares slumped with an index of leading lenders down 5.8%. Those sharp moves followed a day of heavy selling in Asian financial markets as early investor optimism about official efforts to stem a banking crisis quickly evaporated. Credit Suisse shares slumped 62%, reflecting the huge loss its shareholders will see in their investment in the bank. 
calling it a hair-brained petition, the Supreme Court on Monday dismissed a plea seeking mandatory registration of live-in relationships. The bench comprising Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachur, Justice P.S. Narasimha and Justice J.B. Pardiwala wondered if the petitioner was actually trying to prevent live-in relationships under the guise of fostering their security by seeking mandatory registration. The petition was filed by advocate Mamta Rani and prayed for a direction for the central government to formulate rules for registration of live-in relationships. Annoyed with the petition, the Chief Justice said the court would look to impose a cost on such cases. Citing the cases where women have been killed by their live-in partners, including the sensational Mehrauli case, the petitioner submitted that the registration of live-in relationship would lead in accurate information being available to both the live-in partners about each other and also to the government about each of them regarding their marital status, the criminal history and other relevant details. The plea not only sought for framing laws related to live-in relationships but also sought a direction to the central government to work on getting a database for finding out the exact number of people involved in live-in relationship in the country. India saw a single-day rise of 918 fresh coronavirus cases while the active cases rose to 6,350 according to the Union Health Ministry data updated on Monday. The country's COVID-19 death toll has increased to 5,30,806 with four latest fatalities, two reported by Rajasthan, one by Karnataka and one death reconciled by Kerala. According to the data updated at 8am, the daily positivity was recorded at 2.08% while the weekly positivity was pegged at 0.86%. The infection tally stands at 4.46 crore. The active cases now comprise 0.01% of the total cases while the national COVID-19 recovery rate has been recorded at 98.8% according to the Health Ministry website. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Tours, hosted and produced by me, Vishnu, with technical support by Idea Brew Studios. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.